Hey, what's what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy Slizzy, State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode one hundred and thirteen. Got my guy Knicks community in the building. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. Uh, happy to be back on the podcast and uh, happy to be speaking with you again. Um, yeah, man, a lot of chatter mm-hmm. <laughs> in the last few days. It's a lot of chatter, a lot of a lot of Nick news going on. You know, we linked to every horrible contract in the league and <laughs> as per usual um it's just it's just that time of the season you know what i mean it's just yeah. that time of the year where it's just going to be rumors 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 until something eventually is going to happen so the the date i'm waiting on is the date that teams first i'm looking at the date of when we can decline players options and then the second date that I'm looking forward to is the date that teams can start making trades. So I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'm watching on Twitter other teams post practices, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the next Twitter and they're not posting practices. So this tells me one thing <laughs> and one thing only. Trades are coming. I don't mm. know what trades is coming, but it, it, am I kind of wrong going that angle? Or, um, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, listen, like, uh, if you record, you could make anybody look good if you're recording them in like a gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that it's it's probably safe to assume that trades will come. Um. Because you know, there's just been so many rumors, and you know, Kevin uh, Kevin Knox and the Chris Paul stuff, um, and just <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean everything. It's just, um, it's just a crazy time, and um, I mean, I I think that trades are definitely going to come, and uh, I think it's pretty safe to assume that that uh that route as well. But uh, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I mean, the only thing they've really posted about practices is those like kind of like weird five minute videos where it's like they're like recording Tom Thibodeau speaking to a computer screen while like <laughs> showing like snippets of like Kevin Knox or like Frank Nilakina like running or something. I don't know. It's weird, but um I think it's pretty safe to assume that trades are gonna come. Um and I've read articles and on my last part well, the one before I did a crazy rant about Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook on my last part, I was talking about trades. And a lot of these trades that I was talking about involve Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. And I'm not opposed to the trades. It's this, what are we giving up? And this is where it comes to Chris Paul versus Russell Westbrook. Because... And, when, when when you look at the rumors with OKC, right, mm-hmm. and you look at the Chris Paul rumors with OKC, they want young players and picks. Mm. For me, I'm not willing. I understand, Nick fans, you hate Kevin Knox. I understand that. I, I respect it. You got a little – you don't look really like Kevin Knox. I mean, you, you're not really high on him. I mean, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like – Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really high on him. I mean, his first year in the league was fine. Um, 
I mean, it's just like the, I mean, I'm only, I, I think I really just, if we keep him, I really just, I just really want to see how he does under Thibodeau. Um, like, but I don't know. I mean, it's risky. Cause like, I just don't want, um, you know, if you look at um, the trade that sent Russell Westbrook to Houston, like they, like Oklahoma traded away like 30 picks in that trade or something crazy like that. Like um, Houston, yeah, Houston trade. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Houston yeah. traded so many picks. Oh, sorry, yeah, Houston, yeah. Um, and there was just yeah, there was so many picks involved, and I just I wouldn't want um for us to trade like thirty picks in like one trade. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I just I think I just really just want to give Kevin Knox this year just to see what he does really under Thibodeau. And he doesn't get paid next offseason. So that's something that we could really look at. Because when I'm when I look at trades right now and I'm looking at all these rumors, I'm reading stuff like Minnesota wants a pick swap with a top eighteen top eighteen in twenty twenty one. And just like the trade with Atlanta and Dallas, right? So Minnesota, from what I've read, off wanted Mitchell Robinson in the eighth pick for the number one pick. And New York, the New York Knicks declined. And New York Knicks counted with eight and 27 for the number one overall pick. But I think what will get the deal done is probably eight, 27, and Dallas 2023 20, pick. I think the Knicks is not trading no 2021 picks. So in a, in a, in a trade for Chris Paul, if you want to take Randall and DSJ, okay, be my guest. I'm not saying Frank Nilekina and Kevin Knox is untouchable. Mm-hmm. That's not my, my argument here. My argument here is if the plan is to get Chris Paul, why am I getting him and I'm trading young guys who I'm trying to look, who I'm trying to get to even look like NBA rotational players and Kevin Knox and Frank Nilekina. Why am I trying to put them in that trade package? I, I just don't understand it mm-hmm. and I'm against it. And for that reason, I'm leaning towards Russell Westbrook. That's, that's how straightforward I could give it to you, bro. That's like the Chris Paul stuff scares me. Mm-hmm. He's 36. He, I believe he's 36 years old right now. He's played over 20,000 minutes in the NBA going on to next season. I don't know when that hamstring is going to give out. I'm, I, I, I'm just off the Chris Paul train. I'm just let them trade him to Philly. I'm I'm just off of it. I I could I could definitely make the argument for Russell Westbrook though, if you want to get into that. Sure. But the Chris Paul, but but the Chris Paul trade, I'm just, uh, I, I'm good, bro. I'm I'm good. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, age for Chris Paul is the biggest concern for me. I think in that uh in that aspect. It's, and when you talk about his age. Right, he's 36. He only got two years left on his contract. That's understandable. But OKC is not even trying to give us no assets to take on his contract. Now, Houston, on the other hand, they're in a conundrum where their only valuable asset is James Harden. I don't believe they'll trade James Harden to the Knicks. No. So 
they got Russell Westbrook. And I think that we can take on Russell Westbrook without giving up no valuable assets. But in that trade, we can give up Julius Randle and we could give up a first round. I mean, give up a first round pick. Hell no. We could give up Julius Randle, DSJ, give up a second round pick. If they want, we'll get 23 pick. And hopefully the Knicks could try to do something savvy, like get the Rockets unprotected 2022 pick. Would it? Why is you against Russell Westbrook before I defend this man? Okay. This, because, listen, Russell Westbrook is going to want the ball every position on every possession on offense. Rightfully so, you know. He's he's Russell Westbrook. He's a star in this league, but you know, listen. I think that I, you know, I I called into Knicks Fan TV last night, and I I just said, listen, because they were discussing Russell Westbrook and you know uh, the pros and cons of having him on on our on our team, and I'm just saying, like, you know, listen, we we have RJ Barrett for the future, right? And we we need him because everybody wants him to be a star, right? So the only way he could become a star is develop and gain experience right and if if you mm-hmm. if you bring russell westbrook onto that team i'm fear i'm fearful that russell westbrook could take away opportunities from rj because russell westbrook's going to want the ball every possession on offense and that's going to ruin rj's development and just you know not make him look good you know in in the face of the media and the fans and you know, I just think it kind of ruins the whole kind of, I guess, building our young core and like building for the future kind of idea that we, I feel like we were kind of leaning into. But I, I could see why somebody would want Russell Westbrook for like excitement value, right? And to bring relevance to New York again, because, you know, if you have bring Russell Westbrook and then Kevin Durant, you know, when he comes back, then that, that would be very interesting. And I would love to see that, but like, um, you know, I just think that it would just ruin the development of who, whatever young guys that are going to stay on this team after they make um, trades and so on. Um, so, you know, I'm just very against Westbrook because I feel like right now we need to develop RJ and, you know, let him gain experience and opportunities. And I feel like Westbrook could just take that away from him very easily if he comes on to the Knicks. Um. In defense of Russell Westbrook, his coach was Billy Donovan. And then his coach before that, no, his coach was Billy Donovan when he, when he was by himself, right? And this guy comes from college, mm-hmm. right? So he comes into this locker room with a guy who just lost Kevin Durant. And, of course, you're going to give him the ball. Of course, you're going to run plays for him. I just think that was um, coaching. Um, and a part of the coach gate put the ball in Russell Westbrook's hands and he just told him to go. He didn't have a structured system where he had multiple ball handlers around Russell Westbrook to take that, you know, pressure off of him. OKC didn't do a real good job while Russell Westbrook was by himself. When Russell Westbrook got another all-star with Paul George, I believe Paul George had his best season under Russell Westbrook. Um, granted, they got bounced out the first yeah. round to Utah. 
I just felt like that was not on Russell Westbrook when they lost to Utah. That was solely on Paul George. I do not blame Russell Westbrook for that. Because I watched that series, and I lost $200 because of that series. And because of that series, I've always felt like Paul George was a fraud. So I'm going to blame 90% of that on Paul George. I feel like Russell Westbrook plays hard. I feel like he improves the pace of the team. I feel like his mentality, I'm sick of the Knicks being punked. I'm sick of the Knicks people bottle doing bottle flips on the sideline, beating us mm. by 30. I'm sick of dudes trying to do swap. you trying to swap a jersey and you just lost by 20. I'm just, I'm sick of that. And as far as RJ is concerned, RJ wants to run. And last year, Alfred Payton, Frank Nilekina, them dudes didn't want to run. DSJ, he's supposed to want to run, but he was just dribbling the ball into hell. I don't know what the hell was going on with him. But I'm not even going bomb on DSJ because, you know, his stepmother passed mm-hmm. away. He was going through a lot. I, I, I'm not going to bomb DSJ. So I'm going to Also, DSJ also, you know, I, I, what I also what I saw was crazy was like, you know, the Knicks were considering bringing DSJ down to the G League, like, while, like, all of his, um, you know, family losses were happening, which I thought was just crazy to me. No, it, he should have went to the G League. Honestly, he should have. He should have. I mean, I think but I think he should have. I think he should have as well. But like, maybe not at at that specific you know time when he's you know having so many like losses that are painful to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if he's if if you're hurt and you're trying to get back into game shape, why not send him to the G League? If you're not playing Kevin Knox twenty five minutes a night, and this is your lottery pick. Why not send him to the G League? That's an indictment on Scott Perry. The way, like, stop being scared of making moves because of media perception. Mm. Like, that shit, that 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 shit is stupid. Like, I'm I'm sick of. That's why I'm glad Steve Mills is not here no more. Like, I'm I'm so glad. I can't wait till Scott Perry leaves because he was a part of the the, yeah. the regime that traded Chris Porzingis. I'm I'm done with Scott Perry. I've been done with him for about a year now. Some change. I, I, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do with that man, but it, it, like Russell Westbrook, he improves the pace, mm-hmm. right? So he's gonna get RJ easy buckets, and also in that trade, we remove Julius Randle. So I feel like it's a win-win. But the cat, now the cat, right? You mentioned this contract. It's a dumb ass contract. I will not mm-hmm. lie. That, that I will yeah. give to you. But we're Nick mm-hmm. fans, right? Why is we waiting for saviors in the free agency? Matter of fact, scrap that. If you're not saving $36 million for Giannis Antetokounmpo, then what the hell are we doing with the cat? Mm. I, 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 yeah, I can see that. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't even think Giannis wants to come to the Knicks. Um, you know, because I, I heard that, um, you know, his brother that was on the Knicks just really just didn't like his time with the Knicks. And, you know, that could, you know, have played uh, a, a role in or, or not played, but could play a role in, you know, Giannis just not wanting to come to New York. No, uh, I blame that on Phil Jackson. It, it, it was just a toxic at that time. Like when when we got him. 
Jeff Hornacek, Je- I mean Jeff Horner trash, Derek Fisher, like it 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 was not mm. a good time. Yeah, that was tough. I, and, it was tough. I read an article the other day. Giannis' mother was mad at Miami Heat fans because they kept jersey editing, kept jersey editing while he was a baby, and she put a whole post up about that. So mm. I don't know. It, it it's it's gonna be funny around Giannis, man. I just do not want him to go to Dallas, bro. Yeah, I, that he go to Dallas, the Knicks better got we, we might as well. Be. <laughs> It would it would be it would be very interesting though to see to see Giannis in a in a Mavericks uniform though. Oh my God, Giannis with Porzingis. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Just, that, that, oh man. So I just think. Oh, also, besides RJ mm-hmm. Barrett, right? I would I watched the clip with Kobe Bryant and LeBron James in the USA practice, right? And you hear them on the sideline. Sprint, sprint, watch mm-hmm. the ball. Like, we don't have a guy like that on the court. It's cool that we got Thibodeau, but Thibodeau can't dribble a basketball. Mm-hmm. We need an on-court coach, just like Paul Millsap, Denver Nuggets, uh, Jimmy Butler, Miami Heat. Like, we need a guy like that. You can't just trot out all rookies and all mm-hmm. teenagers. So, you trade mm-hmm. Randall. So my final point is you trade Randall in that trade. You get Russell Westbrook. You probably get an asset back. So now you got a hole at the four. You spend the rest of your cap on shooting. And then I think you're just good to go. I think you I think Russ could give if 82 games next season, minimum. I think Russ could win. I think he could get us to at least 38. At least thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be generous. At least thirty-eight wins. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that that that's what I got over. I I, I I mean, hey hey, I I respect I respect your take on it. I respect that. So, like like I I love Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook as a player. Um, I just love his fit here, and you never know, man. Porzingis injury mm-hmm. woes. I don't believe he's going to be healthy all next season. And I don't believe Luka is going to be healthy all next season. So it, it it's a wait. It's a wait and see. It's it's a wait and see. But any any final things from you on the Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul mm. topic? I mean, huh. I mean, you could argue the, that that Chris Paul could be all uh, you know, an on an on-court kind of coach role for the Knicks, you know, if we bring him in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could argue, you could argue that as well. But I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's just this is the thing. Like I, I said this on your show last time. Like it's so risky. Any move that we're gonna make this this off season, like it could look really good at the time, and then it could be a complete disaster when they actually start playing in New York or something. But you know, like listen, I just hope that you know I like to spread positivity as always. Um, so, you know, I just hope that whatever move that we make that I just hope it's just going to bring us back to some sort of, you know, I guess goodness, if that makes sense. But, you know, I, I want to know from <laughs> you, what in God's name is going on with Devin Vassell and that Marcus Camby jump shot? 
Oh, my oh, God. Man. I, I'm so disappointed. Like, and, and what makes me even more disappointed with that was his team right. yeah, deleted I was, the yes, video. I know. But, like, here's the thing. Do we know if he's, like, <laughs> messing around? I don't know. Yeah, he because like he could he could release a statement and be like, oh, I like take a joke or like whatever, like something like that. But like, like I really I hope he's messing around because, and you know, like if he was and like that's the way that his draft stock just falls. That's that's a sad story. Can you imagine, like? No teams want you just because you were messing around posting jump shot videos on Twitter. It it, it depends though because I I like Devin mm. Vassell, man. But let let let's think about that jump shot mm-hmm. real quick, right? Lamelo ball jump shot is broken, or it looks disgusting as well. But Lamelo ball got a nice foundation that we need. Six eight point guards, six well, six seven point guards, six eight in shoes. 18 years old, kid already is a floor general, already could rebound. Kid played in a structured system overseas. My my, my podcast co host is yeah, from Mr. Australia, Mitchell, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mr. Mitchell, seen he like he went to go see him live, and then the very next day, we recorded a podcast, and I'm like, I asked him. Hey, what's up? What's up with, with Lamelo, man? What's your right. What's your first take on him? And he said, "Yo, bro, this kid is six eight. Kid got a the kid passes people open. When you watch Alfred Payton, he's an mm-hmm. assist hunter. I don't like those type of dudes. Dudes who dribble the ball around and wait until you open, then pass you the ball. I hate dudes like that. I need you to pass the guy open. So." He has a foundation. Now, Devin Vassell, right, he doesn't have the, the, the ball handling skills, right? Doesn't have the passing skills. He, does, he, he can't get his own shot, at least, well, in Florida State system, is built to where, you know, it's a team's – everybody shoots the ball in mm-hmm. the Florida State system, right? But Devin Vassell jump shot is so goddamn mm. ugly. And I don't know how he's going to get that jump shot off in the NBA setting. Mm-hmm. It is just too slow. They got a it looks up. like it looks like a catapult. And a, what the hell is wrong? I, it, it looks disgusting. Then you place a video, the his video mm-hmm. from college shooting, and in, in that video, it right. looks completely different. It, it, it. Oh man, I I don't know what he did, but. I'm off the Devin yep. Vassell train. Are you, are you, here's the thing, though. Are you coming on to my Obi Toppin train? Uh, I don't really. I don't. I don't. Party, party in the paint. Party in the see, paint. It, see, Obi Toppin. Yeah. See, Obi Toppin is funny. Because I would entertain Obi Toppin if I trade for a guy mm. like Russell Westbrook. You get what I'm saying? You you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. with the fit? Like 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 athleticism kind of is ever going for? Yeah yeah yeah. And with 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 Russ him getting into the paint, maybe he could get Obi some open shots. I know Obi Toppin is going to come to play. He's not going to let 
um, Jason Tatum just kick his ass all over the court. I mm-hmm. believe he was going to go back at him. So it, it's, it's intriguing. Over top of yeah, intriguing. and I mean, I mean adding on to your and point, I, you know, I mean, if we do get Russell Westbrook and Obi Toppin, you know, Westbrook's a, a freak in the paint. And, you know, he could mentor Obi Toppin, you know, in in the paint, and he could he could break out from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yo, he definitely can. It's it's tough, man. Obi Toppin is a weird fit. I need Randall off this team, mm. and then they'll be clearer. Randall's just such a clunky fit. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I mean, what do you think his value, like, like value, like he would bring in a trade now after like this season that just happened? Yeah, a bad yeah. contract. <laughs> the simplest way I can answer that is he, he's going to bring back a bad contract. And, you know, one of those bad contracts might be, even though I don't want it to happen, it might be Chris Paul Westbrook. or it might be um, Westbrook. So I'm, I'm, I'm already prepared mm-hmm. in my mind that one of these two is yeah. going to be on the roster, um, you know, mm-hmm. after free agency. I'm just I'm just hoping that the Knicks did not give up mm. Frank or Knox. That's oh, – yeah. and no first-round picks. Would you, do you, would you, would you want to get yeah. Christian Wood for, like, super cheap? Because I, I hear that his, uh, his price is, like, $9 million or something, like, very cheap like that. Would you be interested in that? Yes, I'm pro Christian Wood. Um, he doesn't mm-hmm. have a long enough resume that I would like to see, but his per 36 mm-hmm. numbers was amazing. He dropped 30 plus yeah. on Embiid's head and ain't dunked on Embiid, too. He was <laughs> he kicked Embiid's ass, but he's an intriguing fit, floor spacer. He could play the four, he could play the five, you know, 24, 25 years old. I'm intrigued with Christian Wood. The thing though, when he started, he was one in eleven in those games, so he only won one game. So, can I take the numbers that he had when he got a chance to prove himself seriously in that short amount of mm-hmm. time? Well, ten million goddamn dollars to get Christian Wood in the building? You goddamn right. I might, I might pay him eleven per. Mm. Might it depends. I got to see what the market for Jeremy mm-hmm. Grant is. I respect that. I respect that. You know, I, I, um, you know, I, 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 I just want to know. I, I, I keep seeing you post that you're getting all these championships and 2K franchise mode with the Knicks. And I just got to know what's the <laughs> secret? What is the secret? So guys like Leon Rose and everybody can take notice <laughs> after Slizzy, AKA. The general manager that's doing all of the right things in 2K for the Knicks. Yo, yo, honestly, the Knicks mm-hmm. need a point guard so bad because that's the mm-hmm. position I'll be playing. And they just need a point guard. <laughs> like, like the Knicks got so much young talent and so much cap space that it's just it's just it's a 90%, 95% chance Leon Rose mm-hmm. cannot fuck this up. With the need, like it. It's no way he does not give me a championship within these next five years. It's no way. Like, I, I, mm. I can't unsee it because mm. 
we got the assets, right? We got R.J. Barrett. I, I got a pillar that I could trust. I trust wings. I don't care about bigs because it hasn't been a big, the best player on the championship team in about nine years. So I got R.J. Barrett and, you know, point guard, bro, point guard. I play – I'm the point guard, and I just, mm. everything goes from there. We need a mm. – we need a – we not necessarily a point guard, but we need a le- a floor leader. If it's not a point guard, then I don't, I don't care the other position, but we need a guy who can run the offense. We, we need mm. some type of engine, right? I, for example, before you go, Luka Doncic, the Mavericks had the most efficient – Offense in NBA history, that is not no fluke. Right. That is Luca. <laughs> that is an engine. That that that's what I need for the Knicks. RJ is not an engine. RJ is the guy who's yeah. already in the car. <laughs> he he's already in the car. You we need an engine, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you're gonna get that from, but I need right. somebody to start and get the car and, and get get and get the and get the ride started. Yeah. Yes. So, it it's tough. It is. It is tough. tough. It's and you know, it's it's tough just because, like I said in the start of this episode, it's so tough because right now we're just in the in the, you know, rumors part of the season, and you know, Knicks fans are just dying waiting for whatever moves that they're going to make next. It is. It's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you? Would I? I also wanted to ask you this: Would you be? Would, I, I hear a lot of um, reports that they're interested in um, in moving. That this this could be a two part question, actually. My first part is: I hear that they're very interested in in trading down in the draft, um, and like I heard, like some report that they are they would stay at number at, with with the eighth pick if Wiseman or Lamelo Ball was available. So my first question is, one, would you be interested in the idea of us trading down? And then my second part of that question is, if if LaMelo or Wiseman were available at eight, would you be like the Knicks that are there, that like sources are currently reporting, they would only stay at number eight if Wiseman or LaMelo were available? So would you stay at eight to get Wiseman or LaMelo? Because if we got Wiseman, we already have Mitchell Robinson, so in my opinion, that really wouldn't make sense. But I just want to hear your thoughts. Um, it's tough. I think that's a smoke screen. It's a mm-hmm. good smoke yeah. screen too. <laughs> I think I, I think it's a hell of a smoke screen because the very next yeah. day, I know that report you're talking about, and then the very next day, that's when the Lamelo right. Ball talk was going crazy. So I think it's a smoke screen. I think. The Knicks, I think Knicks put that out so they can see who's willing to trade up to see if they could get, you know, another pick if they do another trade within the lottery. So I I, mm. I think it's all smoke. For me personally, I'm Agreed. not interested in trading back. Um, I love Kara Lewis, but I'm not taking him at eight. I think I need to take a wing, but with all due respect, I feel like the Knicks just need to – hold on. Before I even say what I'm about to say, I love Wiseman, too, as a prospect. 
I'm I don't need to trade Mitch if I draft Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. When we look at NBA history, teams that draft high for need always kick themselves in the ass instead of drafting BPA or highest talent mm. available, for example. Portland. Portland has two years in the NBA history mm-hmm. they did this shit. <laughs> two separate years they did this shit. 1984. You get Sam Bowie, who you do not draft, mm. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Why you don't draft him? Because you got Clyde Drexler. Um, what was it? 2007, 2008? That was, that was, Greg that was 2008, Oden. I think. 2008. Okay. Greg Oden, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, right? They needed a big, but everybody else on the fucking planet. I don't, if you got kids listening, put them to sleep. Everybody in the fucking planet who had eyes knew to right. take Kevin Durant number one, right? So, if you see James Wiseman on the board, you take him. You don't look. I, I, this is the draft where receipts on Twitter mm-hmm. is going to be pulled every single day. And the three players where a lot of receipts is going to be pulled, one, even though I'm putting my foot in my mouth when I say this, Cole Anthony, two, LaMelo Ball, three, James Wiseman. Well, I, I'm and James Wilder, he's giving me a little Chris Bosh feel to him. A little bit. He takes dumbass shots. I spoke to Spencer Perlman already. He's not high on mm-hmm. um, James Wiseman. But I, I, I'm intrigued with James Wiseman. And I would take him if he fall at eight. But Here let we me go. throw a question back at you. Now that I'm thinking about it. So somebody's going to fall. Out of one of these prospects, Onek Onyeka Okongwu. If he's, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it at all. All right, all right, all right. So, the reason why I'm saying this is because a lot of people's higher on him than James Wiseman. For me personally, I think. If I was the Timberwolves, I would take James Wiseman at number one. Me personally. No, I, I don't, don't think they're gonna go that route. But I think I think he has an extremely mm-hmm. high ceiling that yeah. you just could not see yet. And all these kids, man, they've been off they haven't been playing organized ball in like eight months. I'm pretty sure he worked on his game. So I, I I'm intrigued with Wiseman. I would take him. I would take on Yekka Okongwu. No, I'm not trading back. Um, I'm trying to just trade up, man. If anything, I don't want another Steph Curry moment, man. Mm. I, I still, I, yeah, that. that was tough. I saw, um, I posted this a, a little while ago on my, uh, on my Knicks account, and I said that Bleacher Report, uh, they always do these ridiculous mock trades, but they did a they did a trade and it was like a Frank Nittlekinia eighth pick. And I think the um, what the the twenty seventh or the twenty eighth pick um was in there as well uh for the for 
um, the second round pick, which uh, probably would lead into LaMelo Ball. So it's, it would basically be Frank with picks for LaMelo. Would you take it? I'm assuming no. <laughs> okay. I mean, I would do it. I, I'm not going to be – I'm not a Frank. Okay, okay. So let's, let, let, let's be clear. Like, I'm not going to – I don't overrate Frank mm-hmm. to the point where I think he's going to My bad, my star. bad, my bad. So, yes, I would do it. But I'm against it, man. I'm I'm not trying to trade Frank right now, man. I, I, I can't. It, 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 it's yeah. tough when it comes to Frank Miller Kingdom, man. Because, yo, he could really be a great no, – no, let me not even say great because that's, that's Frank Erism, so I'm not going to do that. He could be a really good player if he just puts it all together. He could be a good player, 37% three-point shooter type of good player. 14 points per game, six assists type of good player. Like, I see mm. a fit for him on his team, Alex Alex Caruso type. Like I see No, I, 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 I agree. I agree. I see that. Um yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I really like what he can bring on defense. Um, I mean, and and he's shown it too. I mean, if you, I love, I love bringing back to the point of, of when he when he completely, you know, guarded up against Luca, and you know, it kind of brought back that like aggressive '90s Knicks basketball kind of back. You know what I mean? Like you kind of had that vibe about it when you yeah. when you see Frank diving for balls and just stripping it out of Luca's hands and you see the MSG crowd step up on their feet and like you know I, I I it just brings me that vibe you know what I mean yeah yeah Frank Casey noted Frank was number one in the NBA in pick and roll defense his rookie year and Jeff Hornacek did not want to play Frank Nelikina, this six foot five point guard with octopus arms, with a seven foot three gargantuan monster just sitting in the paint. Like he, I, I, I just don't understand. The Knicks mm. need to change their ways, man. I, I they, they need to change mm. their ways. Uh, question to you. I've been hearing like a lot of you. Very, very high on Mo Bamba. I see the tweets. I see the tweets. Um, do I? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he just. I feel like he hasn't really like done that much yet in his career. I mean, he's getting. I mean, I mean, like here's the thing. Like, (laughs) I feel like the song Mo Bamba has done more for him than what Mo Bamba has done on the court. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, you know, that song gets me hyped all the time, you know, Um, but like, I just feel like he's done really not that much, like, playing wise. What, why are you so high in Mobamba? I'm I'm very curious about this. Um, a couple of things. Oh, okay. One, he's from my cousin's neighborhood, so he's from. He's from, he's from, I'm from Harlem, so he's from 115th and Lennox Avenue. He's from an mm-hmm. area called Forster Project, Martin Luther King Project. 
um, it's on 115th and Lennox. So he's from the neighborhood. And, you know, bringing them home would, would be love. But the main thing, just besides that, straight basketball reason, one, he spaces the mm-hmm. floor. That is fact. <laughs> he can shoot threes. So I know he's going to space the floor. I know he's not going to be a guy that with the right point guard play, he can be effective because I know he's going to shoot the ball. Like, I'm not worried about that. Two, I know he's going to defend the rim. That's a great thing we need. I know he's going to defend the rim. I feel like he's not, he's not an ego guy. He's never been a guy who's been selfish. He's a cool dude down to earth, not an asshole. You know, I feel like, I feel like he would take under Tibbs coaching. I feel like in the event that we trade Mitch, or we don't trade Mitch, I feel like we could definitely go get a Mo Bamba for the cheap, you know, um, swap Mo Bamba for DSJ. If, if, if Orlando's really serious, if they really like DSJ like that, I mean, we could, we could do a swap. You know, I, I, I give them a second round pick if they want to do that. But, you know, it, I, I just, I, I like him with this roster. Mm-hmm. He fits what we currently need. I feel like he's another big, who can probably switch out on the perimeter. I'm not going to sit here and lie and mm-hmm. say I did all my research on it. I will, as soon as I, as soon as we're done with this podcast, I will definitely do all my research on it. But I feel like he will be able to stick with some guards on the perimeter. And I feel like him playing in New York, he would give a damn about playing good mm-hmm. basketball because, you know, eyes would be on him. But – not really be on him. Yeah, they would. They would. They would have pieces. Would probably have Russell Westbrook or somebody. Yeah. So, so it, it, it wouldn't. The eyes wouldn't really be on him. But I feel like he would be a great addition, mm-hmm. man. He's more intriguing than Willie Cullenstein. He's more intriguing than Henry Henry Giles. Um, he's more intriguing than Dwight Howard on the market. I already had a conversation with my podcast co-host how I feel about Demarcus Cousins. You know, it, if the Knicks. Throw, you know, throw Demarcus Cousins. Like I, 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 I'm, I I'm against, I'm against Cousins, but carry on. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I understand that. I know a lot of people's going to hate it, but mm-hmm. if we give Bobby Portis 15 million, why not give a guy who can actually play good basketball? Well, yeah, I mean, listen, we, 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 we've seen him play good basketball, but he hasn't really, back. you know, been that same Demarcus Cousins for a while. But I'm, but but here's the thing. This, see this. See this is why we in a good spot. Because remember back in 2010, where we was going into free agency, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, we don't really got no pieces, though. You get what I'm saying? Like we got so much talent. I mean, well, yeah, I know what you talent, mean. I know what you mean. Quote unquote. We got yeah. so much assets. You, you get what I'm saying? So I, it's it's just different. It for mm. me, it's just different. Um, How do you feel about it? I mean, I I get what you're saying, but like, you know, I mean, I'm just against Demarcus Cousins because like he's not been that same Demarcus Cousins that we that we saw back when he was in Sacramento. But like, but I mean, you know. No. If we're building towards the future, then, you know, why, I mean, why, like, waste our time on a project? Like, I guess I could call DeMarcus Cousins, like, 
a side project from the main project that we're focusing on, which is probably taking on a huge contract like Westbrook or Chris Paul. But like, why waste our time on a side project that could just be a flop that 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 we've seen him to be in recent years? You know what I'm saying? So, 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 this this is going to be funny. Mm. What I'm about to say this this is going to be funny, but. Jimmy uh-huh. Butler changed his image in one season. I feel like next season I hope is so. going to be I hope so. the image for the Knicks. And I, I hope so. I hope so because we've been mm-hmm. saying this for about 19 years, but whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Thibodeau's ready to change his image, right? What would be a magical way to do it? DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins? If okay. we had got Russell Westbrook, I'm going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go at the ledge here. We got Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul, but I want Russell Westbrook. We let Portis, all those other dudes go. We got Randall off the team. We go get DeMarcus mm-hmm. Cousins on a one-year flyer, right? Dallas is losing, mm-hmm. right? We win 40, 43 games. Tibbs changes image. Russ changes image. RJ shoots you know, uh-huh. a better percentage from the field. DeMarcus Cousins. Now, he's he's labeled as, oh, this guy, he's a good locker room guy. He's a, he's a good teammate. Now, now he changed his image. What You know what that would do for just the aura? The city. Mm-hmm. The aura, the blue and orange. It's just, I, I, I would love, like, Cousins could teach um, Mitchell Robinson moves. More than Taj Gibson, and I'm I'm I, I want to keep Taj for Gibson for still still to be that mentor kind of role. I'm uh-huh. one of, I I I can see that. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. You get what I'm saying? So if I'm bringing in a a, a, a personality like Cousins, why not keep Taj? You know, Taj. Yeah, keep keep him in cousins. check. Boogie, you wilding, chill. You, you you get what I'm saying? Taj was a, another thing. Taj was also Russell Westbrook's teammate already, mm-hmm. if I can remember, on OKC. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's chemistry there. You know, it, it, it it's tough, man. But, bro, mm-hmm. if I'm going to swing for the fences, yeah. right, I'm mm-hmm. going to be swinging. I'm not going to yeah, swing he, he's, no he's, he's he's not He's not 20 years old anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah, so... He could take his mm-hmm. broken back and he could go somewhere and win the championship. I'm good, right? Who's the other um free agent bit? I like Serge Ibaka. I would love to bring Serge Ibaka on board because you know he's a champion. He can teach the guys how to win. But he's mm-hmm. not he's not dynamic on offense. You know, like cousins bring a dynamic that none of them other dudes bring. Like he could pass from the pinch post. He could pass from the high post. He's a willing passer. He can shoot the three. He could be a post threat. Like it, it mm. like he brings so much to the game mm. that I think a lot of people like people just he just gets a bad rap. He just gets a bad he played well for Golden State. The only thing negative right now I can see with him is his injury roles. And mm-hmm. I'm this is how I'm accounting you, right? As far as any one of these moves is concerned, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, 
DeMarcus Cousins, anyone who's is concerned. Bro, we have kids on the roster. Like, mm. them dudes could take a couple nights off. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, it's an 82-game season. Like that's where where I'm coming. That's where I'm coming from. Is we got young guys on the roster. I'm not really concerned with Chris Paul, Russ, or Cousins getting hurt. I'm I'm not concerned with that because I know we got a young guy on the roster who could just replace him and replace his minutes. My only concern is with the media. I, I I just don't want the Knicks. Brass to get sucked into mm. what the media says about them. That, that, right. That's no, what, I mean, how you feel about that? that I understand that, but I mean, adding to your point about you know you don't want to see the Knicks get you know hashed in with bad media again. I mean, you know, you can't help it when you have when you have James Dolan banning fans that are eighteen years old when when they joke around saying sell the te- sell the team. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I mean. It's so easy for Dolan to just be hot-headed and think before he speaks and just, you know, um, fire back with, like, an insult right away. So, I mean, it's going to be so tough with Dolan at the helm um, for us to stay out of bad press. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now, Dolan, I I say this about Dolan. Dolan, and it's tough. I can't defend his political stances. That I won't defend, right? What I will defend, as far as Dolan, he has not been, you know, meddling. Um, when he hired Phil Jackson, he let Phil Jackson do what he wanted to do. When Phil Jackson wanted to trade Porzingis, he had to meddle because mm-hmm. you're trying to trade my seven foot three cash cow. Yeah. Like you, you, you mm-hmm. can't trade my seven foot three cash cap. Like how you gonna do that? You can't just do that. So I could understand it, and you know Dolan has been mm-hmm. quiet. Thank God. He's, Thank he's God. Not been in negative media besides his political stance. Thank right. God. You know besides his political stances, but besides that, I'm good. He hires minorities. He has the first Mexican American mm-hmm. in the NBA on his sideline. As an assistant coach, um, like all different ethnicities in his organization, I don't want to hear that bullshit about Dolan all the time, man. Sometimes he don't dribble a basketball. Matter of fact, before you go, one more thing, he did an interview and he had to read his players' names. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Paper. It's insane, <laughs> man. I just, I, I hope Leon Rose can just change the image of the Knicks. Real quick. And I, you know, one last thing before, you know, we wrap it up. Uh, what do you, what do you feel about Steve Stout wearing mm-hmm. Bulls shorts? And then he has Nas standing next to him, wrapped out in Knicks gear. When Stout is supposed to be like our branding consultant, <laughs> like what? You... How how can I look at this from an objective point of view? Because like it just doesn't make sense. Hmm. He knew we was gonna say something. You think he wanted to get a reaction and get his name out there? Say something, right? Okay. Yes, 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 yes. It it 
It, it's no other way. You're, you're blatantly standing next to Nas, right. and he's wearing Knicks gear. You're wearing bull shorts. It, it was just so blatant. But I will say this about Steve Stout. Mm-hmm. The Knicks Twitter handle has been better. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks Instagram handle has been better. So First take interview? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was literally – I was at school. Oh, it was lunchtime. Oh. I was watching that, and I was like – I was like oh. telling my friends, like you got to see what's happening right now. I don't, I can't, I can't watch it anymore. Oh man, it's disastrous. See, I mean, they they just kept oh. baiting him, oh. and he just kept taking it. Oh. And I was like, oh man, no. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, like you, d- mm. before before I get your final words before we get out of it. This is why. I needed Steve Mills gone. This is why I love Leon Rose. Leon Rose, tight seal. He don't let nobody know nothing. He don't leak anything. These reporters mm. is just reporting stuff, and they just report. It, 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 nothing is set in stone, so I'm happy about that. The one thing I'm a little kind of pissed off about is the leaking of the LaMelo ball talk and mm. You know who this reminds me of? Steph Curry at number seven. And we picked George Hill. And I already mm-hmm. mentioned that on this podcast. I don't want to have another nightmare about it. So the Knicks, if you're gonna if you're gonna push all your chips to the table, go get me LaMelo Ball. Don't settle for a guy where he's just gonna be like, all right, fuck it. We he's he he's at the pick. We're just gonna take right. it. Isaac Okoro's at the pick. We're gonna take him. Definitely. No. If you like LaMelo. As much as these reports mm. say, like them, don't like don't make him fill go and moves. Get him. All right. Yeah, like don't 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 shit us no more. I'm 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 sick just of the lies. Honesty, and mm-hmm. I just want to be told the truth. Scott Perry's a liar. Yes, Scott Perry's a liar. I'm 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 done with Scott Perry. He promised me he would not skip steps, and I had to watch Reggie Bullock and Taj Gibson. And Alfred Payton after All Star break. And say your last final words, bro. I I, I don't want to stand up, Scott. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, continuing a little bit on that Scott Perry thing before uh, I say my final words. I mean, there were all those Sacramento Kings rumors, and they just didn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, like I was like for like <laughs> a couple days, I was like, you know, like he's in discussion yeah. with Sacramento. It's a good sign. Cause I I don't want Scott I don't want Scott Perry here either, man. I'm just like, oh maybe he can make something in Sacramento. Pfft, nope, they didn't. They just stopped immediately, and I was like, oh, alrighty. I mean, yeah, but alright. I mean, my final words <laughs> is that, um, you know, I just hope that Leon Rose can just change this this team's image around. And I I think he is, you know, the the right system going and i think that he can make some moves that could really make this league turn their heads and say the knicks are going to be relevant again in the sports conversation um and i mean as for um upcoming stuff uh you and me are uh we're we're gonna we're 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 trying to plan uh something big for the uh draft night episode so you guys got to stay tuned for that because that's Mm -hmm. gonna be crazy Mm -hmm. fun um and that's gonna be it's going to be big. So definitely watch out for that. Um, and, you know, Slizzy, man, 
it's always a pleasure whenever I, I'm able to come on to your show. Uh, and, you know, we're going to run it back for a third time. I can, I can absolutely tell. Yeah, yeah, I, I got you. I got mm-hmm. I got two podcasts coming up. I can't I can't tell you who they are. I can't tell you the guests. But I'm gonna let you know you're gonna like both of them. Yeah, like Nick Nation, you're gonna like both of them. And one 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 of the guys I got on, he was one of the inspirations of me while I started the podcast. So you you gonna you gonna you go trust me, you're gonna be like, oh man, it's State, I don't know how you got this. I don't know how you got this podcast to go, mm. but watch. I, I I can't say no more. Nick Nation, we out of here, bro. I appreciate you being on the podcast again, man. We we had to talk this Russell Westbrook talk. Nick Nation, I love y'all. I'm out of here. State of the New York Knicks.